Everybody have a good week? Yes, sir. Even if you thought you had a bad week, you didn't. You had a good week. There was way more good moments in your week than bad. It's just so many times that we focus on the bad moment and we make it take longer. You ever, I was talking to somebody today about, they were talking about worry, and I thought, you know, sometimes we've worried our whole day away when it was a momentary thing we were worrying about. And we made that momentary thing last a whole day just standing around worrying about it. And you're still here after all that worry. And you know what? Worry is not what cured it. Right? Worry is not what helped. It was the Lord that brought us through, sustained us, and had mercy on us if we worried all day. He had a whole bunch of mercy on us because we were in a position to fail if we worried all day. Amen? He's a good God. Good God. Turn, open your Bibles tonight to Ephesians 3.16. We'll start where we ended the last two Friday nights, actually. The Lord's been helping us. He's been helping us. He's, you know, and what we've been talking about is He fills us. But He doesn't just fill us. He is an excessive, full God. He doesn't just give you full. Full to Him is so much that you can't handle it. He, he never stops when you're at the brim. He just keeps going. He, you know, one of the words they use for him is superfluous. Anybody know what that means? The world says it's unnecessary amounts. But God would say, that's the amount I want. When the world thinks it's unnecessary, that's exactly how much we want. Right? Because he doesn't give, well, and he will give you something that's not necessary. But it's not unnecessary once it's given in love. Once it's given through the love of God, it, it not only changed your life, it will change others' lives over and over again. He is, he is so extravagant and excessive and exceeding and abundant. He is an abundant God. And, and those words, you know, we look at them and we read them and we quote them, but we want to get them in our heart. Yeah. Because He doesn't want you to just have enough love. He doesn't want you to just have enough peace. He wants you to be peaceful. He wants you to be thankful. He wants you to be hopeful. Amen? He, 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 I, I looked up the word full, which is a suffix actually, right? Suffix. Look at that. Woo! That was right out of the third or fourth grade right there. Huh? That's right. When you're a professor, your mind just goes those ways. Amen? But if you put it on the end of anything, it means you're full of what you put in front of it. Amen? And, and with God, He wants us to be bountiful. He wants us to see beautiful. He wants, us, he wants everything to be full. He wants us to have life and have it to the full. Amen? In other words, don't be satisfied with enough. Right? And somebody says, you got enough? Yeah. Then go ahead and get a little more. Right? Because God's not satisfied with you having enough. He, he's, he, there, I couldn't find any place in the Strongs where it says just have enough. It always says plenty and, and more than enough. Because He wants us to have more than enough. Because for one thing, He gives out of His abundance which He's a more than enough God, and out of our abundance, we give. Whether it's, whether it's love, whether it's peace, whether it's finances, whether it's prayer, whatever, out of the abundance is what you're going to give out of. 
You know, if you don't have an abundance of love in you, then your gifts aren't going to be very powerful, right? Your prayers, you know, I've, all, I've said it many times, I don't really want somebody praying for me that doesn't love me. But everybody loves me, so it's not really hard, right? And it's just, just the way it is. It's a given that I'm going to be loved. Glory to God. Because we serve a good God, we always know we have love. And we always know that it's an excessive, exceeding, abundant care for us. Amen? Look, uh, what did I say starting? Ephesians 3.16 says that he, this is the prayer that Paul started. He said, I want to pray this for you. And the reason I'm starting right back here is because this ends the prayer. This begins the prayer, and the same word that he begins that he's praying for you to have is if you'll have it, he ends the prayer with it. He says that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might. That word's power. Strengthened with power. Amen? So, in other words, he wants you to have strength inside of you, the power of God to receive what he's getting ready to ask for next. He said, I want you to have the power within you. Verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your heart. There's going to be several things. The first thing he says that you need the power for is Christ to dwell in your heart by faith. You need the power of God, the strength and the sustaining power and the love of God to to have Christ dwell in your hearts by faith. And the next thing he says, that, that to have this power being rooted and grounded in love. Amen? Rooted and grounded in love. Now I've got, I've got Christ in my heart. I'm rooted and grounded in love. All those things started with the power of God. That, that I would have that power in me. That, that ability. That, is, that word power means ability and abundance. Is one of, and it means might and strength. And he's saying, I want you to have the might, strength, ability, and the abundance to have Christ dwell in your heart by faith always. To be rooted and grounded in love. Next verse. That you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now I'm going to back up just a little bit because I've said something a few times before that I, I just looked at this today and said, well, that's just not right. I said that he wants you to comprehend the incomprehensible. That's not what this says. This says, I want you to comprehend. And then he says, I want you to know the love of Christ, which is above and beyond knowledge. That word knowledge is the same word knowledge that Brother Moore's been talking about in, in Corinthians, where he says, love over knowledge. And what he's saying, I want you to know this love that is greater than knowledge. Amen? I want you to know this love that is above knowledge. Not that you don't want to have knowledge, but the love must be above it. Amen? And, and, and we, we can. Why pray that we comprehend if we can't do it? It would be a worthless prayer. We can not only comprehend it, we can comprehend it more and more and more. What we comprehended today, we can comprehend more of it tomorrow. Amen? And how do we do that? Through the power that's strengthening our inner man. 
We, we, we comprehend this great love. And, and we comprehend it from all sides, from, from top to bottom and side to side, as far as it can go. And why does he want it? He says, because this is how you're filled with all the fullness of God. And, and as much love as you have is as full as you are. As much, full, as much love as, as, and that's, that's good. Because the love of God's been shed abroad in your hearts and my hearts through the Holy Spirit. You know what that word shed means? Gushed out. God doesn't do anything little. Right? If you're going to get love, it's going to be a gusher. If you're going to get, shed, if He's going to shed something abroad in your life, peace or whatever it is, it's going to gush out. Amen? And, and, and you're going to be swimming in it. Amen? And, and, and that's what He's trying to do. That's what He's going to do. Now, how much of that we receive is up to us. Amen? This is a prayer. And remember when we were studying prayer with Brother Hagin, he prayed it for years, I think, over himself and over the church. But he, every, well, read Brother Hagin, right? He got stuff. Why? Because he received exceeding, go to the next verse, verse 20. He received exceedingly abundantly above all that he could ask or think according to the power from verse 16. Same power, same ability, same abundance. Amen? And actually, if you go up to the verse before it where it talks about passes knowledge, that means the love of Christ exceedingly abundantly above knowledge. Same, it's the same when you, you get back to strength uh, or when you get back to exceeding abundantly, it's the same strong. You, it just goes, you just have to get there a few different ways. Yeah. Wow. 5228. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. Look at that hey, number. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> the word is working mightily in Dave. <laughs> Glory to God. According to the power or the comprehension of God's love that's working in you. Because that's the power of God. You know, if you, if you look at so many people, very few people doubt the ability of God. Very few people. Even people who don't know God will say, oh, yeah, God, He can do anything. Right? You can, you can go to the world and say, what can God do? They'll say anything He wants. But you go to church, and in few churches you'll get people... They say, well, you know, we don't know what all God... But church, most people will agree with the ability. Right? But they, they won't always agree with the love. You, you can agree with the ability, but remember the leper came to him and said, if thou will... Well, he's not questioning his ability. He, said, he already said you can. But will you? What's he questioning? His care. His love. He's, he's not questioning his ability. He's questioning his love. And, and, you know, in, in word and faith circles, we don't question his love so much. We question our works. Right? What do I need to do next? Wonder what I'm not doing. The devil, if he can't get you one way, he's going to keep trying. He's going to try to get you to believe something stupid to keep you from just believing. Right? When, when, when the guy asks... The, when the jailer asked Paul and Silas, what must I do to be saved? Did, did Paul and Silas say, well, 
confess Jesus, but then you need the scriptures on your on your mirror. And and you need to sit on the front row of the church. You're going to need to go, and you're going to have to get some CDs. You're going to have to listen to them on a constant basis. And and all that's good, but you can't do it as a work. You have to do it as a help. Amen? I listened to to CDs and... I shouldn't say CDs. I listened to cassettes for years. Years. With no effect. Why? I wasn't seeking God. I was seeking God's stuff. I was seeking His hand, not His face. Come on. I was seeking what He could give and not His heart. And, and when you seek those things, you can't find God looking there. Because the heart of God's what we're looking for. And, and that's what He said, I want you to know my love. Because that's where my heart is. And, and, and when, when you're the leper and you say... I mean, he he left Jesus nothing, but yeah, I love you. Yeah, God loves you. Be healed. Be clean. You know, interesting enough, that leper that came that day, it says he was full of leprosy. When he left, he was full of healing. Right? When light comes, there's something that won't comprehend it. Right? Darkness. Darkness will not comprehend light. Light came in and darkness had to go. Amen? Disease and sickness and and confusion and anything that comes against you. Because God's not against you. He's for you. When something's coming against you, don't even look to God because you're just looking for God to answers. Because He's not coming against you at any time. He will never be your foe. He will always be your friend. Amen? Amen? And so whatever's coming against you, he's against it. Amen? Amen. Well, what you ought to do is, man, I feel sorry for you. Sickness, whoo, you had it. Disease, whoo, God's against you. You came against me, God's against you, you're about to leave. Amen? And if we don't get away from what Paul and Silas told the jailer, What must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be healed. That's it. That's that's it. The word saved means healed. And, And the same belief that saves us heals us. And so we don't have to wonder about His love. We don't have to wonder about His ability, and we don't have to work for it. Amen? You're not working for your healing. You don't need to say, what am I, what do I got to do next? You, Jesus already filled in all the next. All the next. You know, like when you're doing that on the computer, boy, I hate it because it says next, and you hit next, and you think, oh, it's going to be over. And then you go to the next thing, and you have to click something else, say next, next. As far as you can click... Jesus handled it. Amen? All the, all the questions in your mind are, are covered. Amen? We, we don't have to, to dwell on the problem. We dwell in the Word. Amen? We dwell in the truth. We dwell in the love. We dwell in healed. Where do you live? I live in Healdville. Yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's right next to Cureland. <laughs> yeah, all those places. Amen? Amen. Th- those are the, and, and as we question and the doubts come up, we need to cast them down. We need to cast them down and speak. Cast them down and speak. You know, when they come and say, oh, no, no, God's for me, not against me. That's when you start quoting the Word. That, that's when something's coming to you and tempting you to be sick or to be, to be poor or to be hurt or to be offended or to be anything that's ungodly, confused. Then you cast that down and you say, no, I have the mind of Christ. Right? By His stripes, I am healed. You cast those things down. And you're not just quoting verses. You're telling the truth. Amen? You're rightly dividing the word of truth at that point. Amen? And it's not a memorization. It's a heart. And as we have that heart... I'm way off my notes right now. But as we have that heart, we begin to receive. We begin to receive. Because why? Because now we believe... In the love. We believe, we already believed in the ability. We believe in the love. And now we don't have to work for it. He wants us to have it. Amen. Amen. Start acting like a little kid right then. It's time, it's time to get your kid on right there. It's time to shrink down, be that five year old, say, yep, it's mine. I'll take it. Amen. Because he wants us to have it more than we wanted it to start with. He wanted it so bad, he did it in advance. Amen? He gift-wrapped all the goodness of God in advance for us. Amen? And and it's ours. And it's ours in abundance. It's an abundant ability. You know, uh, Brother Moore has that series, Abounding Ability. I'm going to go back and listen to it because I know there's more light now. Amen? Because when you start talking about abundance you start talking about ability you start talking then there's more light it was there to start with but my glasses were too thick right i'm down to i'm down to thinner ones and and lighter ones now i think i can see more amen glory to god go to psalm 36 thank you lord he's helping us he's helping us you know, back there in, in uh, Ephesians 3.20, it says, Now to him that's able to do exceeding abundantly. That, that, that means excessive, super abundant, excessively. He's able to do excessively, super abundant. It, it means superior in quality and more in quantity. Greater in quantity, superior in quality. There's nothing that is more quality than this. Amen? Glory to God. In other words, you can't get any more anywhere else. Karen's playing stuff on her phone. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Psalm 36, right? Verse 7. He says, How excellent, valuable, precious, costly. How excellent. How valuable. How costly, how precious is your loving kindness. See, we need to get a hold of things like this and say, I'm not going to let go. Your loving kindness is something I hold on to. I, I lay hold of, I grab fast to. Why? Because then when the devil says, well, no, he won't do that, he doesn't care. See, you'll get right past that. Well, I'm, he's got his loving kindness. 
And it's excellent. It's valuable. And I'm holding on to it as a precious jewel. Amen? A precious jewel. Your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wing. They, who's they? Children of men, who put their trust? Who put their trust? You know, sometimes when we get to a place, we need to say, Lord, I didn't trust you there. I'm sorry. And just tweak it. Say, no, I trust you. I trust you. I don't trust in myself. I don't trust in the arm of man. I trust in the arm of the Lord. Amen? And go find all your trust verses. But, but that's who gets abundance, the ones that are trusting. It says they shall be abundantly satisfied, filled, the word satisfied, filled, soaked, satiated. Satiated is a word. It's like you take a sponge and you put it down and it, and it goes into the water and it completely fills up with water, but there's still water around it. Right? It's not just full. It's satiated. It's so full that it can't hold anymore. And that's what God wants to do. He wants to fill you with an abundance, not just an abundance. You know, people, you know, for years, I only looked at the word abundance as wealth. Money wealth. Because it is wealth. But it's a wealth of God. It's a wealth of love, a wealth of peace, a wealth of joy and hope, a wealth of the goodness and the, and the characteristics of God in us that work through us. Amen? Abundance is not just what you can have. It's, it's, what, we can, it's, it's what God can do. God does abundance to us. Amen? It's, it's like we were just talking about. He abundantly heals. If you're looking for his help, you'd you'd be like the the man with the boy. You'd say, if you can do anything. right? He was looking for if he could. The leper wasn't looking for if he could. He was looking for you can if you will. We're looking for it's done. Amen? Not not you can, not you did. It's done. Amen? Because that's the God we serve. He, he, he's, he's already abundantly filled salvation. Your salvation and mine is so full through the grace of God that you have to unwrap it in layers. Amen? It, I mean, literally, you start, you're peeling out, you go, hey, there's a present. There's more. There's more. And guess what? You're never going to get to the end of that package. You will never get to the end of that package until your faith quits. <laughs> you're, 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 you're getting it according to the power that's working in you. Your faith's in the love of God. Your faith is in the being filled with all the fullness of love. God is love, so you're being filled with all the fullness of love. And that's, that's where your faith stays. And it stays being filled. Amen? It says, He shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness and fatness just means, if you look at all these words, they all, they, they all mean about the same thing. They're abundant, they're ability, they're, they're super abundant, they're s- superfluous. Huh? Superfluous. Alright? It's so full that it, you, it, it looks like it's not necessary. Did you know that grace is superfluous? Huh? It is. 
because it looks like it, it goes way, but it goes way beyond sin. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Grace cannot be overtaken by sin right. because it's always more than necessary. Right. Amen. Amen. There will not be a day where it even comes close because, because it's exceeding abundant. Amen. And, and it'll, and sin won't ever get up to it and say, Oh, I'm going to get it today. No, it, it lost. The race is over. Amen. Sin and everything it caused has lost. Glory to God. Every disease, every sickness, every problem, everything that was born out of sin is now fixed and, and, and taken out of the way by faith in Jesus Christ and the, and the gift of grace. Glory to God. Can't separate the two. No faith in Jesus Christ, no grace. That's how you get the grace. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I like this message. I'm glad, I, I'm glad it's different than I thought. Still good, right? You'll be, you'll be satiated with the fatness of His house, and He'll make you to drink of the rivers of His pleasures. That's, that's the not necessary stuff, right? I'm going to give you some pleasures. Those aren't necessary. I just want you to have them. Or there's, there should be things. How many fathers I got in here? How many want their kids to have unnecessary things that just make them happy? Well, how much more would your father in heaven want your, his kids to just have stuff that makes them happy? Because not only does it make them happy, it's a witness to the goodness of God. Everybody that sees says, wow, he must have a good father, let me tell you. Let me tell you, you don't even know. Good, good is, they couldn't find a word above good that would be better. Because he's gooder than good. He's the gooderest of all good. And, and he's gonna get gooderester before all that. It, it's not gonna be enough. It's, it, he is excessively good. Amen? Glory to God. He says, for with thee is the fountain of life in thy light shall we see light. As we walk in the abundance of His goodness, of His mercy, of His grace, in the fullness of God, then we see more. Amen? If you start in the light, it doesn't mean you can see all the way. You just keep going in the light. You keep going in the light. You keep gaining and gaining and gaining. And we don't ever get in the darkness if we're walking in the light. Amen? So we'll never be confused or tricked if we stay in the light. If we stay in the goodness of God, if we stay in the love of God, if we look to things that, that are right and true, and we, and we don't let the, wor- the world's vision become our vision. Amen? When you see something on TV that looks true, it's not. Unless it was God's Word. Right? It's a story. Right? Here's our, here's tonight's top stories. God's Word is an account. Right? And the reason these are stories is because they're unproven and they're not necessarily true. Amen? 
But our abundant Father, He's full of mercy. He's full of grace. And His Word is light. His Word is truth. Amen? Look at Psalm 91. I think verse 13. Okay, 14. There you go. Because He has set His love upon me, therefore I will deliver Him, I will set Him on high, because He hath known my name. Okay, these are the things that happen to people who've put God first. There are people, in other words... You know, a lot of people say, oh, I have this love and I have this love. There is the love, right? And you have the love in you. And if you set that love upon Him, right? Because too many people say, well, I love this and I love that and I love that. You need to love them with that love and quit having different forms of love because that's confusing. There needs to be one love and it's the love. And, and when you have that love and you set that love on God and on the things of God and on the kingdom of God and you put Him first in everything you do, then, then you are putting Him first. And because you've known His name, in other words, you called on Him every time something was going crosswise to what it should. You called on Him every morning when you just wanted to tell Him you loved Him. You call on Him. You know His name. You know His name. You call Him Daddy. Amen? And because you've known His name, you'll call on me and I'll answer Him. Amen? People all the time say, I just can't hear from God. It says right here that if you call on Him, He'll answer you. So you need to go up in the verse and make sure you set your love upon Him and make sure you're acknowledging His name in every place and area of your life. Amen? Because if you put your love on Him, if you, if you, if you put Him first, put Him in the place that He belongs, yeah. amen, then He works every time. Yeah. Like if you had a train and you put the engine in the middle, it wouldn't go anywhere. Right? You'd be pulling this, pushing this. It's not what it's designed to do. Amen? It's designed to pull the whole thing. I mean, I don't know if you can put an engine in the middle too and help it all out. I don't know that. I don't know that. Not, I'm, not, I'm not an engineer. I've only seen conjunction, junction, what's your function. And he was hooking up phrases, clauses, and something else. Uh-huh. He's the only engineer I know. Oh, yeah. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. Does it say you won't ever be in trouble? But if God be for you, how big is that trouble? It ain't bigger than who who's for you. Whatever's coming against you is not bigger than he that's for you. I don't know what's happening in your life tonight. I don't know how big your bill is, how long your doctor's report was. I don't know how, I don't know how your family's doing, your kids are doing. I don't know, but it's not bigger than him that's for you. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. I'll be with him in trouble. I'll deliver him and I'll honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him. Glory to God. That's length of days. Amen. But it's also life. It's the God with long life. 
Not, not with long, unqualified life, long quality of life, long good life, long God kind of life, long life. He'll, sat, he'll give you a satisfying life, satiated with the abundance of God, glory to God, full of His goodness. He, you, long, who would want long life if it were a bad life? Right? I mean, I, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Glory to God. He'll satisfy. We don't want to be satisfied with less life than He gives. Right. And I'm not talking about less length of life, less life. Right. Yes, he, he wants us to have a full, abundant life. A satisfying life. A satiated life. Not just a, not a God kind of satisfying. Yeah. Not, not just, well, I ate enough. I ate too much and then I still ate. Right? I don't know if y'all ever had the problem I got. Sometimes I'm full before I'm done eating. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else ever had that problem. Right? Like when you're eating something really good and you start getting sad because you're getting full and you know you ain't going to be able to eat no more. Right? Now, I'm not saying do that. I'm just telling you where I've been. Right? <laughs> And that's the way we ought to be with God. We ought to say, man, I'm getting full, but I want more. I'm not done eating. I'm getting full, but I am not done eating. I'm pulling back up to the table. I'm going to have more than enough. I'm going to be so full that if you squeeze me, it's coming out. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Long life will I satisfy Him. Show Him my salvation. Look at Romans. Now look at John 10 first. John 10, 10. John 10, 10. Everybody knows it, right? The thief comes only but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus came. I am come that they might have life. And that they might... He doesn't... See, that's 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 what God's saying in Psalm 91. I want to satisfy them with a long life, not just length of days. I want that long life to have a long list of good things happening in it. Amen? And that's what Jesus said. I I come that you might have abundant, have life and have it more abundantly. Not just abundantly, more abundantly. Lord, he doesn't want, he don't want you just to have abundantly. He wants it to be more abundantly. You can tell he's God's son, right? He talks like him, right? I want to give you excessive abundance. I want to give you some exceeding excessiveness. That's, that's what God does. He literally wants us to have exceeding abundant excessiveness (laughs) until it overflows and to the full. Actually, that's backwards. To the full until it overflows. Right? That's the amplified, right? He wants us to, he wants to be able to fill our lives with so much goodness, with so much of who he is and, and, and how he thinks and his heart, his desires. That's the abundance you want. You want an abundance of God's desires in your heart. Amen? And he wants to fill your heart with those desires. Amen? He, he wants to share His heart with you. But His heart is so huge. His heart is huge. I mean, it is so filled with good thoughts, 
with good plans, with healing and salvation. It's so filled with peace and love. It, it, he wants to share it. Every desire he has is good. Amen? And he wants to share the abundance of his heart with you and me. And he did that through Jesus Christ. He, he said, I'm going to make you like me. You receive Jesus and you will be like I am. And you will be able to hear and see and know and receive on the level that I want to give. But we got to keep coming up. It's according to the power that works in us. We have to just... Sometimes you just have to say, that was really good. But I know he's even better. That was abundant and it was super abundant, but it's going to get super abundant. And we're going to have some superness abundance and some super full abundance and some super, super abundance. It's going to be crazy. Glory to God. Why? Because He wants to fill you that way. Why? Because you are the light of the world. When you're full of His desires, you go out with His desires. And you shine for all to see. And when darkness sees you, it can't even comprehend you. It says, I don't know what's wrong with that guy, but i got to get away from him. Well, he's full of the light. And in God's light, He sees more light. Amen? And He's moving on up. He's coming on forward. He's filled with this abundance. we got to get a hold of this. We, we got to let God fill us to over with all the fullness of God. Glory to God. With that prayer, we're going to pray it tonight before we leave. Why? Because that's the best prayer you can pray, right? Ones that the Holy Spirit inspired. That's a good one. Right? Holy Spirit. You want us to pray an old dead prayer or the Holy Spirit inspired prayer? Let's make up something different that's better than what God's got. I don't think so. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Romans 5. Thank you, Lord. There are so many things that He wants us to have in abundance, and, and we, we don't want to relegate abundance to the one thing we're, we're looking for. Because the one thing you're looking for isn't necessarily what God's going to work through. Amen? I was looking for money, right? Well, he couldn't even do that. Why? Because I didn't even have the grace to receive money. Right? I, I would have I would have messed that one all up really bad. I need I needed I needed some other abundance before I could receive that part of abundance. Amen? And and, and that's that's the thing. We've got to realize that there's an abundance of mercy. It says he the whole earth is full, full, abundantly supplied with his mercy. The whole earth. Every day people are receiving from his mercy that don't even know him. Right? If you call him and say, did it rain today? Yep, you should thank God. <laughs> Why? You just received from His mercy. Right? You didn't ask for it. You just happened to live where mercy happened right there. God's good. He's doing good. He doesn't stop doing good things because, you know, that's why when it says, well, that God can't work in that. He can work anywhere He wants because He's good. If He goes there, good's happening and He's everywhere. Well, who experiences it is up to them. You can stand in the middle of God's storm and never get wet. 
right? If you have your umbrella of anger and offense on, right? You got your wetsuit of unforgiveness, right? Amen. And you got your little, you got your little tarp of unbelief. And you stand out there and it's raining all around you. And you ain't enjoying one bit of it and nothing is going to grow because it is not receiving from the abundant supply that God's giving. Amen? Where did I say go? Romans 5.17 It says, For if, one by, if, if by one man's offense death reigned by one, how much more they that receive the abundance... That word means surplusage, surplus. Unnecessary amounts of God's favor. You, you, you and I are walking in excessive amounts of God's favor if we would just have the faith to realize it. Every day. When we say, I don't look very good. Well, you're wrong. You're walking in excessive amounts of God's favor. If it, whatever it looked like has got to change. Because you're coming down the favor track. And, and and that train ain't stopping. It's it's abundantly supplied. It's over overfilled with the favor and the goodness of God, and 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 the ability within it. By faith, you reach in and you grab whatever you need. And and by faith, as you grow, and the power that's working in you is greater. Why? Because your faith in God's love is greater. See, we sometimes you're, are, we try to think about God's love with our human mind. And with our human ability, we, we look at it and we, we think about how we love. Right. <laughs> well, He doesn't love anything like us unless we love like Him. Right? But human love has nothing to do with godly love. But, but it, it skews our mind and corrupts our thinking. What, what we want to do is cast that out and we want to get to the place where when we think about God's love, we see how big it is and then we see it bigger. And then we see the hugeness of it. And then we see the abundance of it. And then we see the greatness of it. And then it continues to grow. Why? Because it's according to the power that works in you is what you're receiving. Amen? There's times where the power that's in you gets you to know that God said do this. You're still following His love. It may look like a worldly solution, but if you follow God's Word, you're following God's love. Amen? If God gave you a word to do something, no matter what it is, follow it because it's the love of God. It's truth. And it, and it, will, it will get you out of the situation or over the circumstance that you're trying to get through. Amen? If by one man, man's offense death reigned, reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance, surplus, excessive Quantity, superior quality, what the world would call unnecessary waste. Unnecessary excess. And Jesus said, I'm going to not only give you grace, I'm going to give you abundant grace. You're going to walk in a favor that cannot be stopped if you will merely continue to receive from it. Amen? I mean, if you go on down... It's, and it's just what we talked about early in verse 20. It says, Moreover, the law entered that offense might abound, but where sin abounded. Where sin was abundant, where there was a huge amount of sin, 
God shrank it because his abundance went right over the top of it and he got excessive. He said, not only am I going to wipe it out, I'm going to exceed it. I'm going to take it over so greatly that it can never take over again. As long as grace is in front, sin will always be behind. And grace will never lose its place. Amen? Again, stand in the rain. Get rid of your umbrella. Get, get your, get your wet suit, get, get your wet suit off and stand out and get as wet as you can by faith in, and by faith begin to receive all those good things that God has for us. All the goodness of God, all the character and the, and, and the peaceful and the, the beautiful, bountiful, all the fullness of God is what He desires for us to have. Amen? And it's just a matter of us receiving not, and not, not allowing... Uh, you just don't know what I've done. It doesn't matter what you've done if you'll receive by faith the grace. It's greater than the sin. You just have to have your faith to receive it. You've got to get out of condemnation, be convicted, and repent. Amen? Because grace is greater. It's more abundant and it is excessive. In other words, whatever you thought it couldn't overcome, it was too much for it. It was too, literally too much for whatever you did to stand. God is too much. He, he is too much. When somebody says, How's it? he's too much. What's God doing in your life? Too much. He's doing so much that I can't even look because it will overwhelm me. His goodness literally will overwhelm me. Because I know in the back scenes, he, there's other good things just waiting on me. It was good today, and I just know it's going to get better. Right? I felt good today, but I'm going to be more healed tomorrow than I was today. And I felt more healed today, and I'm going to feel more healed tomorrow. Why? Because He sustains me. His abundance sustains and keeps me. His excessiveness overtakes me on a daily basis. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How are we going to end this? Glory to God. Look at Second Corinthians. We'll take up another offering. I'm just kidding. I'm, just, I'm kidding. We're not, we're not going to take up another offering. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You know, the one thing you got to watch on these things is, you know, in, in Deuteronomy 28, one of the things that kept them from receiving the abundance was unthankfulness, ungratefulness. Because, because you didn't serve me fully full of joy. In other words, we don't serve God just to serve Him. We serve Him because we get to serve Him. It should be exciting. I mean, literally, it should be exciting. And if it's exciting, that's not work. That's get to. I, I get to serve God today. I get, and, and what, what he's saying is, I put abundance right there, and you weren't even thankful. You, you didn't, you took it for granted. And, and those are the things. We need to be the most thankful people in the world. We need, we need to wake up and say, thank you, Lord. You know, we have, we have a grinder pump. Anybody else have a grinder pump at their house? Yeah, if you do, you know what it does, and I'm not going to explain it. But you definitely want it to work all the time because it takes the sewage and pumps it out somewhere else. And every morning it sits down 
at the bottom of the master bedroom, and it's went out on me a couple times. Rob had to fix it once, and and but that's been over several years. It hasn't went out in a long time. But you know what I do when I hear it kick on? I say, "Thank you, Lord." that I am a tither. Thank you that you sustain my grinder pump. Thank you that it's working today. Those are things, every little thing, we don't want to take any good thing He does for granted. If we wake up and we feel good, if we wake up and we don't feel good, go ahead and thank Him by faith because you're going to feel good. Why? Because feel good's what He gave. He didn't give feel bad. God never gave any feel bad. All He gives is feel good. Amen? Where did I say to go? 2 Corinthians 9? 2 Corinthians 9. It's talking about giving. And you give out of your abundance. So God's talking and He says, and He says in the verses above this, did I say verse 7? Go to verse 7, but I'll talk about the verses above it. He says, You'll either be a bountiful giver. Bountiful giver is a big giver. Hugeness, it's a heart. Or a, or a sparing giver. But you're still a giver. He, still, he never quits talking to both givers. He says even if you're a sparing giver, give what you purposed in your heart and give it cheerfully. Give your sparing gift cheerfully. Now if the devil tells you it's sparing, tell him to shut up. It's not his job to judge your gift. Your heart judges your gift. Amen? And that's why God says give according to what you've purposed in your heart. And giving actually happens out of the abundance of the heart. Giving happens because you're abundant. Because God has made you, not just because you have money in the bank, you feel abundant. You have an abundant attitude. You have an abundant heart. You have you 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 are just like your dad, and you want to be abundant. And and, and because he's the greatest giver ever, you want to give just like he did. And it says, "Don't give grudgingly. Don't give of necessity." God loves a full of cheer giver. God's only he, he works with full. That's why he wants first. Because if he's in first, you're full. Amen? Because nothing else can fill you. Only He can fill you. So He says, seek ye first. Seek ye what can fill you first instead of trying to find all these other ways. Amen? And as we put Him first, and when we give, when we put Him first in our giving, He says, every man according to his purpose and heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly, but full. Cheerful. Give, give full of something. What? Full of cheer. Full of joy. Amen? Why? Because that's what God loves. You know why He loves it? And God is able to make all grace. all That's why He loves it. Why? Because it enables Him to abundantly do things. He wants to get unnecessarily ex- excessive in your life right now. He says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get unnecessarily excessive to you and I'm going to pour on you some abundance, what you wanted, what you, what you needed, and then more. I'm going to get your needs, your wants, and your desires all in one place. Amen? I'm, I'm going to make you abound. I'm going to make all grace abound towards you. Abound. Abundance. Right? Abound towards you that you having all sufficiency, never lacking, but all sufficiency means you had more than plenty. 
More, God doesn't give plenty. He gives more than plenty. He won't even start giving you plenty. If He starts, He'll just keep going. You'll say, well, i got plenty. He'll say, yeah, I know. And he'll just, you know, his brother Morse will say, yeah, isn't it great? He'll just keep pouring. Why? Because He doesn't stop at plenty. Everything He does is excessive. That's what He does. And He puts excessiveness in your heart. And when you use that godly excessiveness... To, to love people, to, to be at peace, to have joy. When you use that godly excessiveness to, to talk to others, to see others in the world, to see what's going on around you, to be aware of people's lives, when you begin to, to, to walk in the excessiveness of God, you'll begin to see like God. And when you walk into situations and circumstances and you see somebody like, God will show you, and say they they need prayer. Ask them how they're doing today. Give them a big tip. Um, smile at them. Tell them they're doing a good job. Do you know he'll he'll give you some excess. Those are excessive things. Why the world doesn't do those things? If they tell you you're doing a good job, they just wanted something from you, right? They wanted to, they wanted you to work harder. You're doing a good job. Can you do more? The world doesn't give like the Lord gives. The Lord gives without any strings, but everything He gives, you'll, you'll, give, you'll, you'll give out of it because the gift gives out of itself. Amen? The grace that you receive, you give out of. Amen? And in that grace and in that light, we'll see more light and, and, and your vision will go greater every day. We'll become more aware of people. I was talking to, the, to Kim about this the other day that the world is, is really bad. They're, they're not aware of the people around them. Now, and I'm just going to give you an example because it's something that I've determined that I won't do. If you're getting on a plane and you hold up the whole line for five minutes trying to get your bags in the overhead. <laughs> I understand you've got to get your bags in the overhead, but how many people behind you could you just say, well, excuse me? Yep. You say, well, there's not room. for it. There is room. Put your bags in your seat. Let them pass by and get... I'm just saying, you, we can be aware. That's a little way just to be aware. Now, I'm aware that that irritated me. So from now on, I just smile at that person and say, oh, I hope they get a good place for their bags. Why? Because if I'm aware of me, I don't need to be aware of them. My awareness needs to be how I'm thinking, how I'm seeing, what I'm doing. Not, I'm not there to judge their awareness. I'm there to be aware. And what, what, what me and Kim prayed is that we would be aware. And even as we grow older, we'll be more aware. Why? Because we'll grow. Amen? We're not just going to age. We're going to grow. And, and, and as we grow, we're going to be aware of people. And we're going to be aware of the people around us. And we want to we hear from God if He has something to say. I remember I was with my mom in church. I was in the sixth grade. Anytime my mom asked me to go to church, I went with her. It was like a Tuesday night. It was something at Nixa Assembly of God. And uh, she was sitting there, and she kept looking down at this lady. And I just kept watching her, and she just kept looking down, and then she'd pray in the Spirit. And she just kept looking down, and then she'd pray in the Spirit. And I said, Mom, what's going on? You know, I'm sixth grade. I'm like, it's a little weird. What's happening, Mom? She said, God told me that that lady is very special to him.
and that she's done some things that he wants to bless her and to pray for her that she would receive him. And that's all she did. And that was the end of that. What? She was aware. She was aware. She doesn't. She didn't go talk to the lady and say, Thus saith the Lord. You don't need to tell everything you know. You need to pray. He didn't ask her to tell what he He asked her to pray. Right? And so she did. And, and, and to me, that's being aware of the people around you. That was in church, but that should happen at work. That should happen in the restaurant. That should happen in the grocery store. If somebody's not happy, don't assume they're a mean person. Assume they're having a bad day. Guess what you're full of? Abundance. Abundance of the goodness of God. And you can leave some of that right there and you'll still have an excessiveness that you're over full. In fact, is when you leave some there, He'll give you more excessiveness than you had before you left that there. You'll walk out the door and say, I thought I lost some, but I got more than I had when I walked in. Why? Because giving causes excessiveness. Why? Because it's an act of love. Any act of love will cause excessiveness in your life. Amen? Glory to God. And God is able to make all grace abound, excessive favor abound in your life towards you that you, having all all sufficiency in all things, may be in excess, have more than enough to, to be a part of every good work as he directs. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. He's a good God. He, he wants to pour on us so much more than we've allowed Him to. Amen? Sometimes we let the runoff run off. He doesn't want it to run off. He wants us to catch it and, and keep it and, 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 and satiate in it. He wants us to be that sponge. The sponge never gets out of the water. And if you squeeze a little bit and it loses some and it's still in the water, it'll soak it right back up. Amen? And we can have that, that, ex- that, that, that exceeding abundance that God desires for us to, to not only have it in us, but to operate in it and, and change your life and the lives of people around you. Glory to God. You got a song, Matt? More than I could hope or dream. You have put your finger on me